Hello and welcome to the Kickstarting Zompire Wolf podcast. This week I grabbed Derek Dillon for a quick chat in our office and talked to him about the history of Zompire Wolf, how he feels the creation of the character is progressing, and what he hopes for the future of Zompire Wolf. Enjoy. What do you want to know, Ralph? Um, tell me about how you thought up of the character. Uh, about, I suppose, five or six years ago, we were in Spain and I was hanging out with my two nephews who at the time would have been about 10 and 6, I'd say. And um, I was just kind of making up games and just keeping them occupied. And we were playing around with games and ideas, what would be a cool idea for a game. And came up with that. And then to keep them occupied, basically, I was like, okay, so tell me how the game will play and what you'll do. And so the two of them, like, literally just got a bit of, like, they spent like an hour just going through loads of stuff. And we've done lots of different uh, games, but Zompire Wolf was just the one that was kind of in my head. The name was, I thought the name was a great name. And I thought the idea of having three of what, like, everybody loves in one, I thought was really cool. Yeah, and that was it, really. And then I suppose I forgot about it. The kids definitely forgot about it. And then that was it then, yeah. That was it for, for whatever, for like five years. And then I was playing golf with uh, you. Mm-hmm. and I was chatting about some other idea I had for an app, and you were saying, oh, well, like, I can make them. And I didn't. I thought you just were into web design, like, basically. I didn't know you'd, you'd done apps as well. And then we just, we got talking, and then I told you a couple of ideas, and then I said, told you the Zompire Wolf one, and you were like, going, oh, my God, that's amazing. And I was like, yeah, isn't it? And then your excitement got me then excited again about it, because I was like, fuck, yeah, that really is a good idea. <laughs> and then... Um, I suppose that's it. Yeah, that's where it came from. So Spain, sitting at the pool in Necha. Well, I guess I guess it's so visual. Like as soon as you you said it, I immediately knew. Mm. I could immediately visualize everything yeah. that, that that you did. Yeah, I could as well. I haven't said it to like anybody I've ever said it to. Seems to get it straight away as well. It's like Zompar Wolf. They're like, oh, okay. So that's a cool name. That was the other thing as well. Googling Zompar Wolf and not really finding anything. Mm-hmm was uh, one of the best moments because that was just like has, someone has to have it or it must be you know it must someone must be doing something with it or the name is gone or but it's it's really not is it oh it's not been used no it's not been used it is now <laughs> um, but yeah your excitement definitely got me going oh yeah I suppose the main the, the reason was I had got loads of ideas that I would come up with I just things just come into my head mm-hmm. and I'd be like oh that's a really great idea and it seems like for my whole life I've had like these ideas and I suppose everybody gets this in a kind of way it must be some just sort of weird thing but then like a year later I'd see that idea somewhere and I'd be like man I thought of that or something like really similar to mm-hmm. it I'm sure lots of people can say that or they just think that it's it's maybe it's out there in the zeitgeist or whatever and you just think that you had the idea mm-hmm. but I'd had a few ideas like that and I just seen other people doing them and I thought um and you were you were the person that was like, well, look, I'll get it done. You know what I mean. <laughs> Speaking so, of, and and you you kind of you're my get up and go really. I I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I would I wouldn't um, I would have this idea for another five years basically probably without really getting up and and uh, doing something about it. Excellent. Um, okay, you you kind of touched on the second question, but um, you know we we are a few short weeks away from the Kickstarter campaign, but. Have you told many people about essentially what we're doing and what's the <coughs> feedback been like? Feedback's been great. I haven't told too many people about it because I think we were kind of keeping it quiet. Mm-hmm. And I work in media as well, so I was like extra conscious of saying it in front of anybody. 
couple of people in work I said it to, but nah, only people that I'd like really trust. All of them thought it was amazing. All of them loved it. Then when we had the first uh, picture to actually so, show people, then I was showing them and they were like, oh my God, he's so cute. And I think the main thing about him is he looks like he's been around for years, uh, yeah. which is important. Mm-hmm. I think he looks, literally looks like a cartoon. Like, and now I've looked at him so much because I have him as my screensaver, so I see him every day. I literally just feel like, I, I feel like I know him. It sounds stupid. I do know him because I am him, in a sense. Mm-hmm. He comes out of my head. Mm-hmm. But I look at him, I'm like, That's, it just looks like he's been around for like 20 years. So I didn't say it to many people. Uh, I said it to a few people in work. I said it to a guy I work with, Johnny Moy, who's a, an artist, a DJ. He makes music and does remixes for like U2 and like everyone. He's He's fucking been around years man he's brilliant he was i was asking him does he know anyone in the games industry and he was like yeah he goes oh, i know one guy and he's like he knows the guy that does the music for the gta <laughs> oh, <laughs> rock star. yeah rockstar yeah. i was like right and that might be a little bit high up the ladder right now and um, and then he was like going well what is, what is it and then i told him about it and showed him the picture and he was like oh that's really cool and he said he'd love to do the music for it which was brilliant, and it was yeah. kind of half of my plan, saying it to him. I was like, God, I'd love him to do the music for it. And then he kind of offered it and said that, you know, he, he was just like, he's never done it for a video game before or whatever like that, and he was like, I'd love to do, love to kind of get into original that piece. line of work. Yeah, wow. yeah. so all the music in it is going to be all uh, original Johnny Moy music. So nice. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Okay, um, like in the character, like, uh, you know, some people who are listening to this, it might be before the character is actually unveiled. But um, on his right uh, arm, he's wearing a Casio calculator watch, um, yeah. which is something that you've always really, you know, it's always been important to you um, when designing the character. From the first time you t- I talked to you about it, <laughs> yeah. you've said, and he wears a Casio calculator watch. Yeah. I'm just, I, I, I'd, I'd like to talk a bit more about the reasoning <coughs> behind it and why, it, it, you know, it, it's, it's as important as almost anything else in, in regards to the character. I really don't know. I just always loved those Casio watches. Um, I love the calculator watches. And I don't think I ever got one. And I really wanted one. <laughs> so it must have been some sort of childhood thing. What's it about? I don't know. And almost now it needs to be something. Because it's so prominent on his arm. But basically mm-hmm. I was just thinking that he's 600 years old. So he's going to have picked up things along the way. Mm-hmm. So it just so happens in the 80s he picked up a calculator watch. Um, it could have been like a pocket watch he got in... 200 years ago, but it just so happened that he just got a watch in the 80s and that's what was going around. You know, again, you know, it's been so long since you first originally thought of the, you know, the, the concept of Zampire Wolf. And mm-hmm. um, tell me how it feels to see the character just come into existence like right in front of your eyes. Um, brilliant. And it's really weird. I also think, and a couple of people have said it to me, that it looks like me, <laughs> which, is oh, really, which is really weird. I think it's just like the. the puggy nose and uh, the eyes or something uh, I love him I actually love him it's really weird yeah I'm just looking at him like I love him <laughs> so great um, what do you hope to happen when it goes live on Kickstarter I just hope we get enough money to make the game make the game really well because that's that was the plan in the first place before we even thought of the Kickstarter thing was to make the game but then I suppose we realised that after we realised how good the character was we realised that we needed a lot more money to make the game, mm-hmm. to do it justice, I suppose. Yeah, so that was it. So just basically to to get enough to make the game, make it right, make it look amazing, make it be amazing. And basically, because what we're going up against out there is like everything, like every, like it has to be the best game out there. So for that, it's going to cost us more than we thought it would. So basically get the money, make the game, promote the game, and uh, get it out there to fans. 
also to get the fans through Kickstarter. So before it even starts, we have um, fans. That would be amazing. And you have people that want to play the game, and we also have people that want to want to help us out in getting the game made, basically. Yeah, and, and just love love them as much as we do. And love them, yeah. I just hope that his little face, um, you know, people fall in love with him. You know, want to be part of making him come to life. Very good. And last question: What is the best part of the process for you so far? So, what's kind of the standout moment? I know there's been a couple, obviously, um, but like what what I suppose you know, thinking about the game and how it's going to be played. And the fact that like we know what he's going to do, we know how the game's going to look and we kind of have an idea of the terrain he's going to be in and the, the world he's going to go through. So I think that, yeah, just coming up, literally just having an empty storyboard in front and knowing that we've got to get this guy from like A to B, mm-hmm. but it has to be like amazing. In between that has to be like, just like it has to be crazy. It has to be, you know, I don't know. I suppose just the, the idea of, Having an, an open page in front that anything can happen um, is exciting. And creating the world. I think, yeah, I think creating him is the most interesting thing for me. Okay, very good. All right, thanks for your time. You're very welcome. Thank you very much for asking questions. <laughs> so that's it. I hope it gave you a better insight into the history of Zompire Wolf and the future we are building to. On next week's podcast, I will be talking to Kiran about designing such a great character and his initial thoughts when we first raised the idea with him. Here's a little taster. What was your first initial reaction? I was giddy. I was just absolutely excited. Uh, it, it kind of really lit a fire under me. I was like eager. I, was, I think I pretty much left there and was scribbling as I left of things I wanted to yeah. draw for you. Okay. So please subscribe or go to zompirewolf.com for more details. Thanks.